It's time for another episode of the Franchise Business Radio Show, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, knowledge of the franchise community for franchise selection. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Franchise.City, a better way to buy a franchise. More info at Franchise.City. And FranServe, the world's largest franchise consulting and expansion organization. More info at FranServe.com. Now, here's your host, certified franchise consultant, Pamela Curry. Good day, it's Pamela Curry, host of Franchise Business Radio, a platform to bring together franchise professionals to connect, educate, and collaborate to serve the franchise community and those considering franchise ownership. Today on Franchise Business Radio, we have two two professionals from Closet and Storage Concepts and More Space Place. I'd like to go ahead and welcome Bob Lewis, President and CEO. Bob, welcome to Franchise Business Radio Show. Uh, hi, Pam. Thanks very much for having us on your show. Pleasure to have you. And it's my understanding we have uh, a fellow colleague, Adam. And Adam, you know, this is a, a tongue twister. Adam Zedenbender. <laughs> Did I say that correctly? Perfect, perfect pronunciation. <laughs> Thank you for having us. <laughs> oh, excited to have you. Yeah, and we were just joking earlier uh, that it's a very German name, and I feel like I should be at a German brewery or at Oktoberfest, if that's happening this year. <laughs> but, uh, have a beer, and, right? <laughs> exactly. That, that is definitely the plan. And, and Adam, your role with uh, Closet and Storage Concepts and More Space Place is VP of Franchise Development. Is that correct? Uh, correct. I do run uh, franchise development for both concepts. Wonderful. Well, let's go ahead and uh, dive in. For our listeners, um, I'd like to go ahead and give them an understanding of who is Closet and Storage Concepts and More Space Place. Bob, I know that you founded the company in 1987 in the Philly, Southern New Jersey area. Would you like to explain a little bit more about your concepts and what it is you do? Uh, sure. Thanks, Pam. Um, as you said, I founded the company in 1987 in southern New Jersey, serving the Philadelphia metro area, uh, began to grow locally, and then uh, franchised the business in 2000, began to expand uh, in various states in the country through franchising. And then in 2013, we had an opportunity to acquire, in a friendly acquisition, uh, a competitor called More Space Place, and those markets were not in any conflict with the closet and storage concepts markets. So we've been able to operate both uh, brand identities without having to change anyone's name and start over their branding. Uh, the business is essentially the home improvement, home furnishings, home decorating business. We come into people's homes. We measure spaces within the homes. Typically, it's closets, garages, pantries, uh, coat closets, et cetera. And uh, also we're very big in the Murphy wall bed business. So we'll measure mm. spaces in bedrooms for people who want to add uh, additional sleeping space in their home. Excellent. Uh, yeah, I, I noticed that. I was checking out your website. Beautiful website, by the way. Uh, okay, and yeah, absolutely. You're a privately held company, uh, 43 locations, uh, three company owned and 40 franchise owned. In 18 states, uh, so definitely receiving uh, some nice growth and an emerging emerging brand. Congratulations! Oh, thank you. 
Yeah. In addition, I know, I know that you are a member of the International Franchise Association. And uh, just for those that are curious, uh, headquartered in West Berlin, New Jersey. Um, before, uh, Adam, I, I'll, I'll come over to you in a second, but before we do that, uh, Bob, would you mind just kind of sharing with us the state of the home improvement, home furnishing industry before COVID and what it looks like now? Well, it's, it's a great question given the challenging times that the country is going through with COVID-19. Our business has always been very strong uh, throughout. I wouldn't say it's recession-proof, but it's certainly recession-resistant because when times are very good in the economy, people tend to spend money on their homes, their homes appreciate in value, they feel more comfortable uh, making improvements and investments in their homes. And when times are not as good, they tend to stay in their home, they don't sell and move as much, they stay in their job, et cetera. So we tend to do very well in both types of an economy. COVID, of course, initially had a very negative impact on our business. Um, as in many states, we were shut down. We weren't allowed to operate uh, our showrooms. But coming out of those lockdowns, our business has exploded. And if you're familiar with what's going on in the housing industry in general, you're, you're hearing the same thing we're experiencing. Our sales are dramatically increased 30, 40, 50% month over month a year ago. So we're going through wow. an explosive growth period right now. That's great to hear. Uh, you know, I was kind of, I've been saying we're sort of living in this bipolar environment, either thriving or dying. And uh, to yeah. be thriving is where you want to be. Uh, absolutely. Um, your management team uh, is, you know, has very deep experience. And obviously, we've got Adam on the line with us as well. Uh, and I know Adam just joined your company uh, in September uh, of 2020, but I know he brings a tremendous amount of franchise industry experience to your team. Uh, Adam, just for our listeners, uh, it's our understanding that you served as VP of Franchise Development for Primo Hoagies, and it's held similar positions with Duncan Brands, uh, also Remax International and Quiznos. And uh, you also are involved with the International Franchise Association and have your certified franchise and executive um, certification there, and as well as being a member of the International Council of Shopping Centers, so getting to the commercial real estate uh, side of things. Um, it's our understanding we're closely with franchise owners on real estate needs, business growth strategies, benchmarking performance, and I know you're fairly new to the team, but talk to us a little bit about that, because whenever you have a storefront, there are a lot more moving parts, right? Real estate, I mean, that's a big one, site selection. Could you give us some insight there? Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, thank you for the introduction and the, and the bio. Um, as I have been in the industry for, uh, for quite some time, since 2002, and, and all of that's been on the, the franchise development side, um, mostly, though, in, in the restaurant industry, where, as you know, in, in restaurant franchising, um, location, 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 right? So it's very heavily mm-hmm. uh, involved in the real estate selection and real estate strategy side. Um, but I think that that experience uh, bodes very well for this industry as well. Uh, specifically, you know, referring back to what Bob was saying about how the industry is booming in home improvements right now, I think it's a, a fantastic time to uh, leverage some of the real estate uh, going on right now um, in terms of uh, the folks that maybe aren't making it work uh, quite as well as the home improvement industry uh, and leverage those, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, those pieces of real estate 
and help uh, our franchisees to move into maybe better showrooms um, and, and make those business models work a little bit better. That's that, that's great. And location, location, location. You know, it's interesting. I frequently will will share with uh, you know candidates that I'm working with that yes, there's often a performance gap within a franchise system, and not to oversimplify, but often it comes down to one of two things: the operator maybe not following the system like they should, or B, they've landed themselves in the wrong market. So location, location, location is always a big piece of the puzzle. Uh, I'd like to, Bob, I want to talk a little bit about your products and services that you offer, uh, as well as the demand level. Uh, how would you classify this type of home improvement and the demand levels that are out there? Could you elaborate a little bit more on that? Oh, sure, Pam. Thanks. Um, and as we all know, more and more people are working from home uh, or working remotely. Uh, quite often, if you're in a suburb uh, suburb area of a major city, people aren't going into the cities like New York or Philadelphia, certainly on the mm-hmm. West Coast. So they're uh, spending more and more time at homes, in their homes. Uh, quite often, you have children now being educated from home in remote learning. Uh, and on top of all of that, uh, people are not traveling. Uh, they're not going on vacations. There's uh, air, as we all know, air traffic is down 50% or greater, depending on the, the time of year. And all of those things combined mean that people have more disposable income to spend on their homes. So right now, their focus areas tend to be closet is still number one. There's something safe and, and something uh, comfortable about having your closet organized from a psychological standpoint. That, and that's always been there. But certainly yep. people are feeling stressed now uh, in, in their lives in general. And as a result, mm-hmm. uh, closet is still number one. Home office, as you might imagine, is very popular right now. We're doing a tremendous amount of home office work. And in many cases, that home office system is being combined in or, or combined with a Murphy wall bed system. So you're taking a room that was a bedroom uh-huh. and putting a home office in that room along with a fold-down Murphy bed that folds back up into the cabinet when it's not being used, and it makes the room multifunction and uh, very accessible for whatever you might have going on in that area. Absolutely. It's interesting you should say that because one of the first things that came to my mind was it's a stress reliever, and uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of us are looking for that right now. Uh, Brilliant, though, the multifunctional room, uh, and yeah, really capitalizing on the space you have in your home uh, since you're going to be spending so much more time there, especially these days. Um, Let's go to the other side of the equation. I would say there's two sides of the business equation. One side of the equation is is really the the business model itself, uh, really having those proven methods of operations in place. And as a prospective franchisee, that's really what you're licensing the rights to. Obviously, you're licensing the rights to the brand as well, but it's licensing the rights to that business recipe book and uh, receiving the training and the support and help with site selection and all of those other things that go along with it. But um, when we talk about why closet and storage concepts and more space place, what are some of the distinctions between those business models? 
Well, the first distinction I would say is that in, in the, the first similarity, which is easier to talk about, is that in mm-hmm. both cases you have a physical showroom that is accessible to consumers, that is typically open 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, Saturdays 10 to 2, or by appointment, depending on the market you're in. And Mm -hmm. you're displaying these home improvement, home space-saving products, closet systems, Murphy wall beds, home offices, as we've been discussing, in the showroom. And you're selling things from that showroom to consumers by going out and measuring in their home the space and and designing the product to fit in that space. That's the Mm -hmm. same in, in all models. The big difference is in the closet and storage concepts brand, you're manufacturing your own products under our uh, templates and our guidelines, but in your own building. We help you set up a cabinet-making shop. Uh, We have vendors that we uh, have national programs with for woodworking equipment as well as raw materials, and you're setting up your own shop that you're then building the products that you ultimately are delivering and installing in consumers' homes. In the more space-place brand, we have a centralized manufacturing facility located in Clearwater, Florida. Your orders are placed there. We manufacture the goods for you, ship them to you ready to install, so you avoid the investments that are necessary for the shop, the equipment, the inventory, and we do all the work on that end for the franchise owner. Brilliant. I can see how that's complementary. Like you said, it's not competing interest there. Right, and you have franchisees who really enjoy that side of the business, who like the idea of being hands-on in manufacturing as well as the Mm -hmm. selling and and installation. But you have other franchisees who would rather focus their energies and their time and their capital on sales activities, marketing activities, and they don't really want to deal with the manufacturing side of it. So we can address both of those interest levels. So let's talk about that. The ideal candidate. Uh, if you're going to, you know, give the profile of the ideal franchisee, the ideal candidate, their career experience, what what are you looking for? And I, I offer this up to both of you, Bob and Adam, whoever wants to take that question. What are you looking for in a prospective franchisee? Adam, you want to jump on that one? Oh. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we look for a lot of things, and I, I think the, the, the main focus for us is, uh, you know, a professional that can build, uh, operate, as well as, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, manage and motivate a team. Um, at the end of the day, it, it is a team effort in our, in our business and, and with any franchise. So you have to be that guy that can, that can do that or that gal, as it were. Um, to come in and then be able to build a team of, of not only salespeople, but on the uh, CFC side of the uh, closet and storage concepts, but be able to build a manufacturing team and install team uh, as well. So that's, that's the number one thing I think that we look for in franchising. In terms of some of our franchisees um, that are, are, are doing very well with us, their backgrounds uh, tend to uh, be somewhere in the manufacturing or in uh, in <clears throat> excuse me in that uh, kind of home improvements or construction space, um, but that doesn't say that someone coming in with sales and marketing couldn't do very well with us either. So uh, a lot of different avenues that we hit, and it's tough to to nail down on just one trait that's going to make us successful or a good ideal franchisee for us. 
uh, other than uh, being able to uh, come in and, and manage a team, motivate a team, and, uh, and really uh, kind of bring that home for success. And does that, that, that sort of profile transcends over uh, clause and storage concepts as well as more space type? Uh, you kind of alluded to something earlier, Bob, that, you know, franchisees enjoy different sides of the business. Uh, when you, it, uh, what would be, I guess, the direction that you would send a prospective franchisee based upon their areas of interest? You know, which concept would lend themselves better to one potential franchisee over another? No, that's, that's a good point. And, and I would agree with everything Adam said. And I would only add that one of the constants that I find uh, makes for a successful franchisee in our networks is uh, a, a people person, someone who enjoys being around other people, someone who likes interacting with people at, 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 a, at a variety of levels. So on the one hand, you're interacting with consumers in the uh, business to consumer side of the business. But as Adam mm-hmm. said, you're building a team internally where you're motivating and uh, managing and letting people be creative but with, within the system and following the model. I would say that overall, uh, what we look for when we talk with a candidate is their comfort level with a complex business, bringing together all those different disciplines between sales and installation and running the showroom and marketing. And if you add on manufacturing, is that too complex for some people? And some people just are not comfortable in that manufacturing type of environment. And for those types of people, we try to dig into that with them in the beginning to try to figure out what makes the most sense for them between the two business models so that they're comfortable. Because as we all know, and and Pam, you do this obviously a lot, you're interacting with people who start a business. In the beginning, you have tons of enthusiasm. You have tons of energy. But after you've been in it for a while, you start to realize that there are things about it you like and things you don't like. It's best for us to identify those characteristics in the candidate early on in the process so we can point them in the right direction. Makes sense. Uh, Talk to us a little bit about, I guess, the showroom itself. Like you said, there are some complexities. What is, uh, how big is the showroom? What's that site selection look like? Adam, that might go more towards you. What kind of demographics are we looking for? You know, is there, is there an ideal market that we want? Yeah, um, there's, there is. And, and our, on the more space place side, uh, we look for uh, generally inline shopping center uh, type of locations with, with good co-tenancies. Um, co-tenancies okay. that seem to work well for us or uh, other uh, big box brands. So when you look at the uh, Bed Bath and Beyond, um, the Home Goods Store is, is, turns out to be a really good neighbor for us. Marshalls, Ross, those types of maybe not everyday occasion shopping centers, but certainly once a week or once a month type of shopping center where we can get that visibility. As with every other uh, retail player out there, we're we're looking for good visibility from the road. We're looking for strong demographics and residential population, a good mix of daytime population, uh, and, and good you know, visibility on, on signage. So uh, that seems to be a good recipe on the more space place side. For the closet and storage concepts, uh, it is a little bit different because we're adding in that manufacturing piece. 
uh, to it. So typically we would be in a uh, light industrial, um, uh, sort of industrial mix type of center that has a uh, a good retail presence on the uh, on the front end, so you can have the showroom mm. kind of attached to that to that uh, cabinet making shop. Um, yep. We've also um, in in the past, and a good example is here in uh, West Berlin. We have our manufacturing center, but then we also have a separate retail uh, showroom that kind of meets the same as the more space place. Uh, model in that 1,200 to 2,000 square foot range uh, shopping mm-hmm. center with uh, with all the traits I mentioned earlier. So there is a, a little bit of a mix, and we have a, a bit of flexibility as we're looking at real estate for new franchisees. Although the core demographics, as well as the uh, you know, the visibility and all those things, uh, kind of stay in play, but we have a little bit of flexibility as to what type of real estate we can go after. Excellent. And uh, I, I am. Is it safe for me to assume that with both both brands that you are looking for the active owner operator, or do you permit semi FT? What is allowed there? We're really looking for an active owner operator. That doesn't say that we don't have a few that have um, evolved as they've been in business longer into, mm-hmm. uh, in some cases, almost fully absentee. Uh, or at least partial absentee, but it is the minority in our system. And certainly in the beginning, I, I think it's best to have an active owner-operator from the beginning. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this broad question. Why closet and storage concept and why more space place? I'll start with that one, if you will. Um, I would say that what you said earlier, Pam, is critical. When when someone is contemplating starting their own business and investing in a franchised operation, regardless of industry, the mm-hmm. experience of the franchisor, the support staff experience, the, the years they have operating in the business, I would also say that the franchisor operating company-owned stores as well as franchised stores gives them what I've always called a kind of street credibility with the franchise mm-hmm. community that they're actually out there running the businesses as well in, mm-hmm. of course, non-competing markets, but they experience what it's like to run the business. In our case, we have 33 years experience as a company. Uh, I am the founder and I'm still the active president and CEO of the company. And uh, we are independently held, as you said earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. You have a, a staff here that literally I have staff members on corporate support staff that have been here from the very beginning of the company, 33 years. Most wow. of the company's support staff are here multiple decades, uh, anywhere from 25 years to 15. I added it up once, and it was well over 150 years of combined uh, experience <laughs> at the corporate staff level. And these are all people who have been doing this uh, for decades who really know how the business runs at an intimate level. Mm-hmm. And, and to your point, do you have that deep industry experience and have a staff with um, breadth and depth of knowledge and information goes very, very far. Uh, is there anything that either of you would like to add or share to someone who's says, you know, I want to consider looking into closet and storage concepts or more space place. 
I would just say that, believe it or not, it's a fun business. Um, mm. Not every business can be fun, you know, and, and I, I don't want to start picking industries that might not be fun. And certainly forgetting about COVID for the moment, uh, you know, a lot of businesses are challenged in ways that we can't even begin to imagine in the personal services, businesses, restaurants, et cetera. But um, absent the current environment, uh, which will, of course, at some point end, we're in a fun mm-hmm. business. Well, what we do is we come in and we help people realize their real dreams in their home. Uh, it's a it's a gift to themselves quite often, and mm-hmm. it's it's a fun business. Um, and when we're mm-hmm. done, the the impact it has on people's lives is just dramatic. When your closet was piled full of stuff and you couldn't find anything, and then all of a sudden it's all neat and organized. You know, the website, as you said, Pam showing those pictures of what can a closet look like or what can a home office look like. Um, it's dramatic and it's a fun business. I can see that. And just uh, to see the end result, uh, the before and the after, wow, right? And the stress relief and to be organized and I, I, I'm, I'm already dreaming. <laughs> I'm dreaming right now. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> it's a feel right. good business. It is. It definitely is, and uh, I appreciate uh, I appreciate both of you being on the Franchise uh, Business Radio Show, and um, just for a little bit of fun, uh, do I dare bring up the topic of football? Oh, please. <laughs> uh, do tell, who are your teams? Uh, well, this is Adam. My, I, I grew up in, in Denver, Colorado, so I am a, a Denver Broncos fan. Ah. Um, although we are not having a great year, uh, we were hoping to uh, build for the second half. Uh, and my wife uh, graduated from the University of Nebraska, so we are also a Nebraska Cornhusker fan, who uh, <laughs> have also not started the year great. But we are looking forward to, uh, again, building for the uh, second half of the season. <laughs> Keep that positive attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, how about yourself? Well, I grew up in Baltimore, and so I was a Colts fan. Uh, and then, of course, I was there when the Colts left Baltimore in the, uh, I guess it was the early 80s. So mm-hmm. my favorite team is any team that's playing the Indianapolis Colts on any given weekend, um, because <laughs> once they left, they're dead to me. Um, but having said that, I've, I've learned to love the Philadelphia market. Uh, I've been here now for 36 years, I guess, or so, uh, 37 years. And mm-hmm. um, the, the Eagles, of course, uh, winning the Super Bowl a few years ago was, yeah, you know, really yeah. exciting, great thing for the city um so i've and i'm a hockey guy uh you know i know you said football but i grew up uh very active in hockey i coached youth ice hockey for almost 20 years played as an adult um so i uh i'm a hockey guy so the philadelphia flyers are are near and dear to my heart (laughs) i get it i i get it that's great and um admittedly so i'm from cincinnati ohio so i I think of the Bengals, my bears but i have officially become an adopted eagles fan so uh, i appreciate that bob (laughs) i'm not having a rough year this year though they're off to a bad start they are they are we're Fly, Eagles, fly, right? We're hoping that they'll... (laughs) (laughs) 
will come out of this. Well, again, thank so. you so yes, thank you so much for being on the Franchise Business Radio Show. It has been a pleasure getting to know you virtually and just sharing uh, about the franchise opportunity of closet and storage concepts, along with more space place. Uh, great, um, obviously deliverable to the end consumer, but of even greater importance, a great business opportunity for the right person who is considering franchise ownership. And um, if that is you, please do not hesitate to reach out to me, Pamela Curry, I as a franchise consultant that represents closet and storage concept and more space place, would welcome getting you some information, getting you introduced and allowing you to go through the discovery process to determine whether or not you're a good fit for closet and storage concepts or more space place and uh, determine whether or not they're a good fit for you um, and bringing that together. Uh, in closing, uh, Bob, uh, would you like to just share if someone wanted to reach out to you, what would be the best way to the con- for them to contact you? Our national corporate office is 1-800-862-1919. Adam's extension, who manages, as you know, our franchise development business, uh, his extension is 1009. And that's probably the best way, or certainly through our our websites. The websites would be uh, closetandstorageconcepts.com or morespaceplace.com, and you can submit inquiries for franchising through those sites as well. Excellent. Thank you for that. Again, thank you for being um, guests on the Franchise Business Radio Show, a platform to bring business professionals together to connect, educate, and collaborate to serve the franchise community and those considering franchise ownership. If you're considering franchise ownership, please don't hesitate to contact me, Certified Franchise Consultant, Pamela Curry at 847-970-8765, or you can also email me at pam at franchiseintellect.com. Franchise Business Radio is sponsored by Franchise Intellect, Knowledge for Selecting a Business, as well as Franchise.City, a better way to buy a franchise, and also made possible by FranServe, the world's largest franchise consulting and expansion organization. Thanks, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Pam. Thank you. Thank you again for joining Pamela Curry and her guests for the Franchise Business Radio Show, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, knowledge of the franchise community for franchise selection. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Franchise.City, a better way to buy a franchise. More info at Franchise.City. And FranServe, the world's largest franchise consulting and expansion organization. More info at FranServe.com. Use the social media links here to share today's show and check out more episodes at FranchiseBusinessRadio.com. 